Welcome back to Normies Like Us, a podcast that reminds you it's a hippo to be square. It's us, the Normies Podcast, mamma mia! On this podcast, we're gonna win, we're gonna talk Super Mario! Is it pronounced Mario or Mario? Let's find out, wahoo! It's me, Mario! Fresh start to play! Here we go! Mario, what are you doing here? Yeah, is that a new character with Aquaman? Oh, I hated the Aquaman. Oh, what, <laughs> brother? so wet. The underwater levels are especially hard for me. Oh, this my man. Scary. I, I'm Toadstool. <laughs> <laughs> Toadstool, what are you doing here? I just stopping by to see the podcast. <laughs> hey, guys, welcome back to Normies Like Us. Uh, it's a me, Mama Mike. It's Super Colin, bro. It's a me, Joe. We're talking Mario, you know, golden child of Nintendo, the single-handed savior of the video game industry in North America after the crash of 83. The mustachioed mascot. Yes. Um, <laughs> we're doing this in response to Sonic. You guys loved that episode and said, why are you talking about this guy first? We did Nintendo. We would like to point out. Go back and check that <laughs> yep, one. Yep. But it totally does serve to talk this little weird guy on his own. Yeah. So here we are for our Bowsette podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and it's perfect timing. You joke, Joe, but Doug Bowser just took over as Nintendo of America president. I mean, how is that going to affect yeah, the Reggie's future gone, of Mario? Rip yeah, Reggie. Reggie is gone. Yep. He sucked at Smash Brothers and got destroyed by Hungry Box. He, hey, at least he showed up. <laughs> hey, Reggie. I'm still hoping we're going to get him as DLC character. Oh, dude, put Reggie in. Anyway, yeah. Um, it's Mario. I mean, like I said, like he is you know, probably the most popular video game character. Maybe Pac-Man might be more identifiable globally, but I mean, he has personality, right? He's Oh, he's the normie face of video games. Yeah. What is your guy's history? Is he the first game you guys played? You revealed Sonic was the first one you played, Mike. That's like That right. blew my mind, but Mario was definitely, and Duck Hunt, the first video game I ever got my hands on. Oh, yeah. Super Mario Adventures, uh, Duck Hunt, and then Super Mario Brothers 3. Yeah. On the NES. Yeah, I'm not one of these new age kids who can talk about, well, actually, Super Mario 2, The Lost Levels, is an adaptation of the lost Super Mario Japanese video game. Yeah. I don't know. Doki that's Doki the panic. niche. <laughs> but the normie is the games that we all grew up on. Yeah, I mean, we're talking Mario. And like I said, you know, the video game crashed, and it wasn't E.T.'s fault. It was everybody's fault oversaturation it was atari's fault god damn it, <laughs> atari, atari there was no oversight on what games could be published anybody could just put anything out there was too many games too many consoles too much like consumer like delusion so uh they, they were dead in north america meanwhile nintendo launches the famicom in japan the nes entertainment system and with it comes super mario brothers and the duck hunt cartridge well with it comes shigeru miyamoto the creator of these games, yeah. the creator of Mario, who Mike, no joke, you just said E.T., like the licensing, the branding, all that stuff. Back when it was the freewheeling, you know, almost like the comics pre-code yeah. days where it's like, I don't know, make Hitler shoot laser beams out of his eyes. Do whatever the pew, fuck pew, you pew. want. Video games. Like it. literally Shigeru Miyamoto said, I want to do a Popeye video game where you're Popeye and Bluto's throwing barrels at you and you're jumping and you have to save olive oil. Now, what the fuck video game does that sound exactly like? Danky Kang. Danky Kang. <laughs> I mean, that's that's yeah. Donkey Kong. That's Jumpman. That's exactly right. And Jumpman, and then in uh, Donkey Kong Jr., Jumpman's name is officially changed to Mario. So he gets his actual name in Donkey Kong Jr. And then the Super Mario Brothers arcade game, uh, which is, you know, a weird kind of one screen thing where you're flipping over enemies and going up ladders. You're a plumber again. He was... He was established as a plumber in that game. So the final iteration, classic Mario, is Super Mario Brothers on the NES. And that was probably one of the second games I played. But weirdly, I was more a fan of the Duck Hunt side of that cartridge as a kid than the Mario side. Well, yeah, it had a gun. And it wasn't Sonic. Yeah, Yeah, I had played Sonic first. I wanted to shoot a gun 
and be Sonic, and then I got Shadow later, and I got to do both of those things together. You guys joke, but honest to God, I'm 100% there with you. And here is my rationale and thinking for that. This was my personal opinion as a kid. Think about what that Super Mario Brothers looked like on your little small square TV Mm -hmm. that was, you know, very, like, problematic. Yeah, Yeah, did not work very well. Uh, It was all black background backlit. Little blue squares you were hopping around on, but pretty much an all red Mario. You know, he had really no details in his pixelization. And he would just jump on those black backgrounds, hop on those weird little pipe, you know, with the little circle inlaid, like, roofing mechanisms that were going up and down and ledges that he would just be going on. And that was it. Like, to me, that game was so unappealing because of the color scheme and because I really just feel like I couldn't see anything as a child. Like, Duck Hunt was bright. It was lit up. The ducks, I knew what they looked like. The dog would come up. It would react yep. to me shooting it terribly, but it would react and to me shooting it. laugh at me when it. I failed. Yeah. Yeah, if I missed I know, it's just ducks. so much more appealing. Yeah. But so how did he survive? Well, you know, as much as we Americans were loving our guns and shooting ducks, you know, uh, killing innocent animals, I mean, really, Mario at its <laughs> core. Vegan Mike. Yeah, you know, you get woke. Uh, Dan O'Brien. Um, it, it's it's the cleanest expression of a game for normies, because what is it? The first level, right, and you, what can you do? You can move. Okay, now that I'm moving left, oh, there's an enemy. What do I do? Hit the jump button. Oh, okay, now I can jump. Oh, I landed on him. Like, they do such a good job of teaching you with no tutorial in zero seconds. So anybody could pick it up and play it. And it's like, wow, this is what gameplay should feel like. It's so tight and precise, but it's like casual enough. So it's it, the game itself is niche to Normie. Um, it's one button. Yeah, and I don't want to get too into the niche to Normie of it, except let's just say, yeah, the Normie is playing Mario, playing Mario Kart, Mario Party, games like that that are, you know, common. And then the niche is things like there's still a living speedrun community for the original Mario game. A record was broken a couple months ago to get the whole game down to four minutes and 55 seconds. <laughs> wow. And it was like years before they went from 4.56 to 4.55. And people are still like, maybe you can get a 4.54. Like, people are pushing this thing, and those are the niche players. Oh, I'll one-up you, Mike. Oh, literally. I'll grab this one-up oh, yes. mushroom right yes, here. Green one, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'll one-up you and say... The niche to me is the maniacs who go up to Charles Martinet, the voice actor of Mario, who literally... Ever since Mario 64. Yeah, I, but literally when I say voice actor, woohoo, yeah. hippie, woohoo, go up to him and say, will you sign my copy of Skyrim? I know you also voiced the evil dragon in Skyrim, Mario. <laughs> like that is the people <laughs> who, you know, you constantly see that posted online. Just absolute niche maniacs. Yep. And then some more of the niche is definitely the cartoons. Oh, yeah. Or the live-action Elvira crossovers. And oh, my God. More importantly, the greatest video game movie of all time, according to Joe, which we'll talk about later on, <laughs> is the Super Mario Brothers. He survived it all. He has survived it all. Do you guys know the weird like rumors from where these things come from? You know, a Japanese company to be obsessed with an Italian plumber. You know, that's that's a little weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. And at first, he just had a pet monkey that he was abusing. <laughs> yeah. So have you guys heard those the the rumors of, well, actually, the landlord for the first building they ever had was this big Italian guy whose name was D. Kong, and he would always, like, get mad at them, and he was very busterous, and he would, like, throw and knock over things like barrels when he would come Is in. That true? And it's like, what are you talking about? Oh, and then they had a lawyer who was a very interesting guy named Kirby, who, you know, they ended up naming that after. Like, that is ripe in Nintendo's history. They named Mario after another associate. You know, that Shigeru Miyamoto had in the past a business associate who he just said, you you are the, you know, ideal Italian man. Like, it makes sense that you would lead my franchise. It's a you, Mario. It's a you, Mario. In a weird way, choosing an Italian is going to appeal to the Western audience. Like, ah, oh, just say, uh, yeah, this plumber guy. Okay, I get it. It's not like a weird anime thing. No. Or, or a Kirby. It's, it's like, just no, your average Joe. Well, just it's just... Yeah. The other thing I want to point out is it's weird in his relationship to what else he has created for Nintendo. He created Donkey Kong. He created Donkey Kong, but Link. think of the other two big two, Link and Samus, Metroid and Zelda. All worthy of their own episodes. Absolutely. But sci-fi and fantasy, those concepts I totally get, and they really embrace both of those. Like, all Link is is a guy with a sword, sword and sandals, beating up monsters. To save the princess. Yeah, but that's been done in media a thousand times. What is Mario? 
Mario is surrealism. Mario is, well, this Italian plumber goes down a pipe and he eats these mushrooms and he grows these sizes and he really sees these things, but some of the mushrooms he fights. And you got to understand, either a lizard or a monkey is going to steal one of his girlfriends. <laughs> like, well, yeah. where does that come from? It's crazy. And there's like, in the instruction manual of the game, there's like lore saying that when Bowser took over the Mushroom Kingdom, he turned their inhabitants into bricks. So you're actually just like, killing the inhabitants of the mushroom kingdom every time you break a block with your head yeah Yeah. so it's like that's not really in the game but it's in the manual so there's really weird in the movie you turn them into mushrooms which is a little more Uh, yeah yeah (laughs) um there's it's because he's so iconic he created the game mascot concept that sega had to try to copy with sonic and crash bandicoot sega would later come around or uh sony um he established that he was the franchise he was nintendo he's the culmination of miyamoto's Gameplay should be fun and open for everyone, too, because I said anybody can pick it up. But if you want, you can try to get that thing down to a 4454 or crazy hardcore. And then the spinoffs as well. It's Oh, I agree. And that's amazing. kind of where I would say he shines in that you have to give it up to the success of if you are going to be the mascot of an entire company. Yeah, there is like a Sonic game where he races in cars. But really, there's not like, other than like him crossing over with Mario to the Olympics, there's not like, well, my favorite Sonic game is Sonic skiing because when he goes down those mountains, it's awesome. Or no, I'm all about Sonic Kart. Yeah. No, you can Crash say. tennis. Yeah, exactly. Like you can Crash say to Mario. No, no, no. I've never played a normal Mario. I'm Mario Kart. Like in college, I'm all about Mario Kart. Or no, I just fight with my family playing Mario Party. That's all we do together. And you could never cross over into what makes Mario Mario. Well, then I think we should go ahead and uh, grab the flag and move on to 1-2. And let's talk about the video game history of Mario. Here we go! down the warp pipe and we are in world one two uh it's a lot sandier than i thought and we are getting chased by those weird cactus things but that's okay yeah because we're just gonna be talking mario video games now there's obviously a huge history of mario video games like we said there's super mario brothers all the way up to super mario world and he's hopped from every console that nintendo has put out Mm -hmm. he has had a staple game of so I don't want to just talk every video game. I want to talk your guys' favorites. Yeah. Do you guys have a favorite Mario video game? Yeah, if I can jump in, uh, pun intended. Um, my favorite Mario video game is Mario 3. You know, Tanuki suit. You got like the overworld map where you have to run through and, you know, the, the boo stage. Now, hold on. Off mic, you said, Mike, uh, Mario Hoops for the DS was obviously your favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not telling me it's not Mario Basketball. I'm you're talking that. to you like the old series. Yes. He's got a PhD, for God's sakes. That's your Dr. Mario. <laughs> yeah, that's the best one, too. Yeah. Well, you know, you got Dr. Dunk, dog. He's out here. Um, yeah, but it's Mario 3. Uh, overworld, you can kind of pick your route and you get all the cool powers like the, the Tanuki suit. You know, you get the feather and you can fly around. I think that's... that's When you think traditional cool. Mario game, that's what you see, really. Yeah, still side-scrolling, you know, grid-based. You know, like you can make the levels on grid paper. That's what they would do. They would like draw them out on grid paper because it's just square blocks and like, okay. Um, but the level design is super great on those classic games too. Like unlike Sonic where, okay, Sonic's supposed to go fast, but a lot of levels have you just stopping and waiting. The Mario levels are pretty consistently like well designed on those 2D side scrollers, and even um, you know Galaxy, even though it has a weird mechanic, Sunshine has a weird mechanic, Odyssey has throwing the hat and doing some stuff in 64, even the first 3D one. I mean, Mario is because it's Sugeru Miyamoto and Nintendo's flagship. They always put quality into it, even if it looks like a weird gimmick on its surface. They always follow through. Yeah, those mainline titles where they are developing a new way to play the old school style, but you do have to love that at the end of the day, it's like, well, we just jump on the turtles, we pick up the shell, and we throw it. Like, okay, that's a Mario game. Great. Yep. Get coins, get stars, you know? Yeah. Good. Yeah. I mean, I can do that. Yeah. Easy. What's your favorite Mario game? Uh, It's got to be Mario 64, and I think this cuts to the core of what I think these games are and maybe why I like the movie. Uh, So you have Link... And you have Samus, sci-fi fantasy, right? Mm-hmm. Mario is action adventure. Uh, it is that's what he is. You might be right on that. Yeah, he is a a everyday hero, just a plumber, simple, you know, 
just just some Goomba, right? Just some Goomba. Yeah. Uh, and he's transported to another world and otherworldly events and has to rescue a princess. Yeah. And that is, you know, it's uh, Big Trouble in Little China. I mean, it's... Uh, it's it's every, Die Hard. I gotta yeah. get my wife out of this building. Exactly. Yep. It is uh, the action-adventure game, and Mario 64 is really where you get to play that. In, uh, in my opinion, the first game that really taught everyone how third-person action-adventure games were going to work from now on. Absolutely. They were sort of open world in Stick that you with could your go hero. from port to port. Yeah. Uh, you would get to go to all these different places. And also the detail in the environment changes. Like when you cleared certain paintings and went back downstairs and all of a sudden there were ghosts. That shit was cool. Uh, yeah. So it, it, it has to be... I mean, like the vivid memories of just like... This I you know I I upgraded from a N sixty or uh, from an NES playing Super Mario Brothers three where you're just running around pressing the pow uh, to exploring a three D environment going to fucking Egypt going underwater and like those environments really changed the game for me and you know action adventure it, it was uh, jumping like the double jump to grab onto the ledges to go up the pyramid like I played that so many times oh, surfing yeah. on the shells well, let alone on. just like peering back through a Nintendo power and being like wait you can get one of those caps with wings on it and just fly through the entire level oh, there yeah. weren't video game sandboxes back in the day that were 3D where you could be like well I just kind of want to just enjoy the entire environment yeah, so well, having if I that opportunity way, very cool. Well, and just like the format of it too, where you would go in the same world and you would try to accomplish different things by getting different stars. I thought that was such a, a unique type of gameplay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, to me, that was the one that really solidifies Mario is the action adventure game of Nintendo and he's your, your everyday hero. It's fun to be the age we are uh, and to see the internet growing up kind of with people the same age we are because Nintendo 64, Super Mario 64 are entering meme territory right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and another thing with 64 and same thing with the original Super Mario Brothers is they established the language. Like, this is how a side-scrolling platformer should work and feel. We've had Pitfall and stuff. They're kind of all right, but Mario was like, this is the way it's done. This is how it should feel. And then Sonic came along. Mario 64, this is how a 3D action game should feel. And then they applied that to Zelda. And then meanwhile, Crash Bandicoot, another, you know, Spyro the Dragon, all that's coming off of what was pioneered in 64. Oh, you could wish. You know, yeah. People who are developing Spyro are like, I wish it was Mario. And I like Spyro a lot, but like, it's night and day different. You know, like the 120 stars, all the different levels, like Joe said, the mechanics. And again, the mechanics are so tight that there's people speedrunning Mario games. They love speedrunning Metroid. These early Nintendo properties... Even like Mega Man, right? People love it because there's something about the mechanics. People are getting zero star runs on 64 in like six minutes and 41 seconds. That's fucking insane. With all the glitches and stuff. So yeah. it, the people are constantly pushing it. They love this game to this day. And it's infinitely replayable, just like any of the classic Marios. So. And it was years. I mean, you know, other than like Spider-Man PS4, which I replayed a bunch, there are games today you don't just play for years you know what i mean like that game i remember the first time i just had the thought of like well, what if i just don't go in the castle and just kind of like run around the outside yep. oh wait a minute the moat is gone now that i beat this and like going down into like secret levels there yeah that that blew my mind because you need like 70 to beat the game vanilla but you can get 120 and so some of that stuff you'll miss on a first playthrough and just when a game feels so good to play that you keep playing it for years just because it's fun and you want to get better and experience new things that's a sign of good game design and they knock it out of the park with most of these Mario, Mario titles Joe, Joe we need you to mow the lawn <laughs> Mom, I'm exploring Mario 64 yeah. You could save your game finally, too. So All I want to if do you've is got a get... save pack on for an yeah. N64 or a rumble pack, Mike, yeah, I didn't yeah. have any of those. No. <laughs> All I would want to do is get to the top of the, the pyramid and slide down. That's all I want to do. Yeah. do is get onto Peach's Castle, and guess what? In Super Mario Odyssey, it's the exact same Super Mario 64 level. Joe, you can wear Super Mario 64 skin to look like that Mario That's to do crazy. it. When you get a Switch, you will fall in love again. Yeah, and then that's the first time we hear Mario's voice. So, Colin, which is your favorite? Yeah, 
I gotta say, as a guy who has gotten every Nintendo platform, uh, they are our AAA games, and it's so sad and depressing to say that, because you do want it to be based on a good character, but at the end of the day, uh, I just feel kind of stuck like a child being like, yeah, Dad, I'm really excited about the next Mario game coming out. And the it's next like, Zelda you're game. still playing Mario and Zelda? It's like, well, yeah, it's all they have. Um, so I've, I've stuck to every one, and I will recommend every one of the ones for the Switch that has come out. Mario Kart for the Switch, incredible. Mario Rabbids, a one-of-a-kind video game um, that plays uh, like a video game we, we've pitched in the past. Uh, oh, what is it? It's kind that... Like XCOM? Uh, XCOM, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the real-time tactics element of it. Like, nobody was doing that with Mario or any other weird character. It's, it's a cool, divergent sort of gameplay. Uh, yeah. But I got to go old school. Super Nintendo, Mario RPG. Oh, wow. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Guy. That box art kind of looks like Mario 64, too. It does. Yeah. And, you know, the box art, I'm walking around 3D. Blockbuster, that's the thing that got me into it. And it was kind of the first time as a kid I remember recognizing and thinking, oh, because of it being an RPG, because of the games Nintendo's trying to emulate with their character, and they're so good about sticking Mario into these formulas that they're really trying to work on the writing for the first time in one of these video games. Like, no other Mario game. It's like, oh, Peach disappeared. Fuck. Move right. <laughs> Princess yeah, like, is in run. another castle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Iconic lines, sure. But there wasn't a developed story. There wasn't worlds he was walking through, characters he was meeting where it was like, oh, we're all kind of on a big quest together. I really felt the stakes of Mario RPG. I love Mario RPG, and I'm glad that you mentioned that because I totally flew under my radar for a minute but yeah you got mallow and like the combat mechanics have that like Ugh. timing you hit the button at the right time and you'll do extra damage like they they kept the combat engaging you still had like slight platforming in the overworld like to give you that feel like i'm still mario i can still jump on stuff and get to a chest like, and if you're a mario super niche like you're making the claim to me paper mario totally embraced all the rpg aspects yeah it's the game series that carried those on colin sure Give me a sequel to Mario RPG. I would like to see those characters developed further. Yeah, I want I want Mallow and Smash Brothers. Yeah, dude. I just I think it's really that. cool that it's like they were just such a one-of-a-kind world. Like what? Mario was interacting with these like characters who aren't in any other of his video games, but he would be like, Oh, I gotta go over to the Cloud Kingdom where like the Mallow type people live, and it's like, well, fuck, I don't know what any of that means. Yeah, Mario. what? They, they don't know how to play tennis? Yeah, call him yeah, up. Exactly. You know, like, he got his number. That's the reason. Hey, do you just not have a go kart at your house, yeah. Mallow? Come on, we'll get an extra one. You have a little motorcycle now. Whatever you want, you can get your buddy to hop on the back too. Double dash. Let's get it. But surely, when we do talk favorites, like each of us has had that experience with Mario Kart and with Mario Party the most. Yeah, let's kind of break them down. Then you've not played a Mario Party. I, I hate Mario Party. I, I think I've Mario had this Party. breakdown like six That's or seven times. That's a great times. take, though. It's it's like it, Mario Party is for boring people. I remember we met. We mentioned <laughs> if someone's playing it by themselves, like please, yeah, get yeah, help. yeah like <laughs> call seriously. us, reach out, call us right now, and we'll play Smash like adults. We'll get on the yes. Switch. Yeah. We'll yeah. I, I think it's I think it's the only time I've ever like yelled at my little sister. <laughs> like oh, I'm positive yeah. it's the only time in my life we've ever like come to it is Mario Party. Like you got like Nintendo, for as much as you wanted to bring families together, you developed a game that made everyone so angry. Yeah, they have two games that are capable of ripping your family apart. Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers will ruin all of your friendships. Easy. Mario Party will ruin your home life. Yes. Yeah. 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 And and I would say Mario Kart will bring you friendship and bring people together. Because I've never yeah. gotten a fight through that because it just, for some reason, was just this cultural phenomenon yeah, of a drinking game growing up. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, you're yeah. just playing games. And that so. or originated, let's talk about Mario Kart. Yeah, that came out on the Super Nintendo first, Super Mario Kart. Like, that was the first one. It was kind of like F Zero, but with bigger, cooler sprites. Yeah, and I brought up on the Power Rangers episode how I was an idiot kid who had Super Power Rangers racing (laughs) card, which was like a ripoff of it. I was like, what do you guys mean you played Mario Kart? I played this. (laughs) Right, and then, you know, 64 Mario Kart also. The balloon battles. Still popular for speedrunning. I've been really into speedrunning lately, by the way. I'll do a (laughs) video. It's fascinating. Anyway, um, and then, you know, Double Dash is my favorite Mario Kart on the GameCube. Like, that is my favorite. I was real good at drift boosting and, like, having the second person on the you back. You got friends. That's why. I had a couple. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I think that one's great. And I think the Mario Kart series, yeah, it's like you could do a whole episode on just Mario Kart, but we're just kind of touching on all of his 
adventures and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it was the Wii with the wheel for me. Oh, okay. That was yeah. was that just called Mario Kart Wii? I believe so. Maybe, yeah. yeah that yeah. was college. You know what I mean? That was, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I'm just going to... You know what? What was that? What did you call it? Where you? Oh, it was drunk driving. Where you had oh. to finish a beer before the end of the race. Yeah, yeah. You start the race, and just before you cross the final finish line, yeah, you had to finish you your want. beer. And then loser chugs. You, honey. So then you just keep losing. It's it's a vicious cycle. Yeah, because you can't drink and drive, so you have to stop the car. Yeah. Then sip your beer and then start. I would just get to the finish line, shotgun, and, and then, then go. go. Yeah, I think that's a lot of Genius. people's strategy. Or you just sit at the start line, shotgun that thing, and then get on the road, get back out there. Anyway, yeah, Mario Kart. I mean, anything you want to mention? I think you're. I, I just I get so mad just about just lightning and everything. Blue Stop shells. Let's me. talk blue, yeah, blue shells. shells. Bullshit, I mean, right? even though I'm not throwing fits for it, I do get angry. <laughs> so, but I'll say this too. Um, we said Smash. Smash, I don't really play by myself. Mario Party, definitely not. Kart, I've done it a couple times to just do a quick lap to you know, max a, out some stats. Or beat the Star Cup or yeah, something. Yeah, truly, or yeah. to secretly get better so that I can try to beat you guys when we do play. I'd sure, play Smash. Get not? the Rainbow Road skip. You know? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I fucking love Smash, though. Like, 64 is obviously the one I'm most familiar with, but every time a new one comes out, I'm, I'm always eager to play. Are you guys? I mean, did you guys ever main as Mario in Smash? I never did that. As no. much as I love the mascot. never played him. We no. got a couple people who use him in our group. Uh, he's an Orthodox. He's like because nobody uses him. He's hard. He's to so play average. Against. He's so medium range. Yeah, That's and he issue. has weird counters for things that other players don't. So strategies you would use Mario for some reason. It's like nope. You know, it gets you. But that's another interesting Mario in the first Smash Brothers game, which brought all of the Miyamoto's greatest creations and some others, you know. Mario fighting Link, right? Yeah. Like we, we were talking, you know, about Avengers and Avengers Egg game. It's like literally all your favorite heroes teaming up or fighting against each other. What if it's this happened? It's Secret Wars. Yeah, it's Secret Wars, right? Of Nintendo and now of everything. Um, Can I get a pitch for another spinoff? Like, what? where is your future for Mario on the Switch? Because let me ask you guys this. Ooh. I get a little worried Skyrim. that... Yeah, truly. That Nintendo sometimes kind of seems to like to knock out of the way their big things. It's like Metroid Prime 4, it's coming. And once we do that, we've done our Metroid. You know, uh, we did Skyward Sword, we did Breath of the Wild. You know, those were the big ones for those individual consoles. We got our Zelda out of the way. With Odyssey, they nailed it. I mean, it was a game seller, it was a console seller. They, They brought it out last Christmas. I recommend it. It's hard as shit. It's fucking fun and engaging. But it's like, are do they now believe that they are done with Mario? Will it now just be, hey, stick around. You know, eventually we're going to do Mario synchronized swimming, guys. Like, come on. <laughs> well, they, they remastered the old games, right, on the Wii U. Mm, and put on Virtual Console. Yeah. What was that one called that was... Super Mario Ultimate Adventures or something like that. The, yeah, the the Mar- Mario and Lu- I believe it's Super Mario and Luigi Brothers U was that collection, yeah. which is now coming to the Switch. And that was fun. I mean, that was like a great remaster of the original three. Um, and you could play as like Toad and you know, mm-hmm. like all your favorites. Give me a remaster of uh, Super Mario sixty four. Same exact game, just do it again. So they, they have they have ported it right. It's oh, they've brought it console, to the right? virtual console. Okay, but I like not what Joe's remastered saying. It, right. of, at this point, it's like there are fans out there of Galaxies or who just swear by that game. Put those together in a bundle: sixty-four, Galaxy One, Galaxy Two. Bam! You can make eighty bucks off that Nintendo. Unfortunately, yeah. And Galaxy is the one I didn't really play that much, but it interestingly was like I got no experience. It, but it had like the only true direct sequel, Galaxy Two. Like they haven't really done a true sequel they just you know oh and introduce that uh lucina character that people just absolutely enjoy which just to me seems like space princess peach i don't understand that at all little star buddy instead of a mushroom um other things too like mario maker talking about the level design like that was like the biggest announcement they had for mario that that e3 i mean i know that they did super mario maker is what they're yeah thinking about coming out the Mm. community was already doing that they already ripped apart the ROM and made their own tools to make their own levels and shared them. A lot like what they did with Doom, except the Doom guys just made that public code. They I, got in there. I just can't believe that that's not niche. Doesn't that seem insane to you guys? It does, but I saw so many YouTubers going on and trying to play the hardest stages, you know, the, the Scream tubers, um, trying to get the kids, and just 
hey, here you go. We're Nintendo. Here's everything you want to make levels. Here you go. Right on the council. Wow. And then the community can upvote and downvote levels. I mean, just shows the love they have for the classic franchise and there's the creativity behind a lot of people to make their own levels because they just want to play more Mario, just like 64. I just want to keep playing it, you know? I don't know. And then you get to the ones that I really don't fucks with. It's like the Mario Tennis, never play with <laughs> Mario Strikers, Mario Soccer. Tennis. But I get it. It's like you just want that casual game for your kid. Now nah, he likes Mario. Get a soccer game. Okay. Like, hey, we have made fun in the past again. If Disney owned a video game console, there would be Mickey Softball. There would be oh, Mickey yeah. Soccer. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly what you're saying, Mike. Like that accessibility to younger people to be like, well, I like FIFA. Mm, you know, that's Mario. Easy yeah. enough. Well, yeah. think about it. You're not paying to have like fucking you know the serena williams in a tennis game you're just playing as princess peach and it's a more pure game experience almost because there's no microtransactions thrown atop you Thank like God. all the other games so on it and yeah. it's probably the controls are simplified nintendo's always been about family or kid-friendly stuff more or less and having these just generic sports games with mario slapped in them you know hey you sell some units the parents know it'll be safe yeah mario hoops you're not paying for the chicago bulls you know what i mean yeah. you're not paying for any of that All it's just logos. your ip just his jerseys <laughs> yeah royalties for the guy on the cover none of that no um that's going straight to miyamoto <laughs> all right well i guess i pray that my future with mario will involve an odyssey too you know so that you want they, that you want a direct sequel i would to like to see them, did you beat odyssey i uh, even better, I beat what's called the darker side of the moon. The end of the game is you go to the moon, you go to the dark side of the moon, you go to the darker side of the moon. You have to do it all in one shot. Watch a YouTube video of it, Mike. You love speed runs. Oh, I do. It's fucking incredibly difficult and fun. Hmm. All right. Well, if we don't have anything else to really chat about the video games, we can go to the darker side of Mario's history to some, which would be some of the movies and TV shows that were licensed for better or for worse. Let's check it out. Hit the warp pipe. We're going to 1-3. Hey, paisanos, it's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. We're with the Mario Brothers and plumbing's a game. We're not like the others who get all the fame. If your sink is in trouble, you can call us on the double. We're faster than the others. You'll be hooked on the brothers. Your name is Mario Mario? My name is Luigi Mario. That's right, guys. We're talking Bob Hoskins in the Mario movie. We Bob brought Hoskins, it up. John Leguizamo. Could have been Wolverine. <sighs> we brought it up a thousand times. Uh, it's a weird one. Greatest video game movie of all time. Joe, please, bring us up to speed. <laughs> name a better one. <laughs> name a better Assassin's Mar- Creed. Double Dragon. So people do that. Um, it was filmed in Cleveland. Going under my oh, Mario is... That is true? Mario is an action-adventure game, right? That's an action-adventure movie. That's two plumbers from New York thrown into a weird steampunk sci-fi fantasy world. And based on the description in the manual where people are getting turned into bricks and then murdered when you jump into them, it's not that much different like it's very extreme like a steampunk world where people are turning into mushrooms now like you know the lady's name is big bertha or uh yeah i think so right that's i think that's that's the bomb yeah um you get the the shoes that give you the jump that's my favorite thing is the the jump boots. Yeah. They're so cool. There is Mario Kart aspects. There is the, you and know, if you the recall, drag race. He has to put a bullet bill into the sole of the jump boots to activate the pressurization, right? Yeah, yeah. So those elements, we're talking, look, it's Rocky Morton. We, we mentioned this before. He was the director of this thing. He was a artistic music video director who co-made Max Headroom, if you remember that from the 80s, the Mm -hmm. odd phenomenon on MTV that would just sort of cut in with weird narration of a guy with, you know, uh, sunglasses, who actually kind of looks a lot like uh, Dennis Hopper's character in the movie with that slick black, or slick back, back blonde hair. Yeah. Um, Like in those ridges, you know. But like, yeah, because they were dinos. Yeah. They were dinos. What (laughs) elements, though, work for you for this movie? Like, that were adapted from the film. Like, looking at it in the broad spectrum, you can say Yoshi is mentioned in the movie and he is a small dinosaur. He's in. Did that work? Yeah. Yeah, That, to me, is like the part that they translated the best. It's like, that's a little Yoshi. They call him Yoshi. (laughs) Works for me. Uh, I wish he was bigger and he wrote him. Yeah. You know, his proportions are a little too dinosaur 
standard, you know. He's a tiny baby raptor. But, you know, yeah. I mean, it's the, you know, show me a Mario uh, adaptation where they do more plumbing. Show me Mario toys that came with wrenches because these toys did. <laughs> um, so, I mean, like the fact that the, the main Goomba is named Toad. He looks nothing like it. The Goombas look nothing like them. Those yeah. don't work for you. Oh, with their tiny heads and big tiny heads and big bodies. They, they, cut sway. they cut a very nice silhouette. Like they are very iconic. Those yeah. Goombas. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. The whole production design is. I mean, you you gotta give it up that they tried. I mean, it's insane how in depth that world is. It's almost like Fifth Elementy. Yes. Fifth Element and like Demolition Man. Levels of absurdity. On yeah, it. And I yeah. love both of those things, so why would I not love this terrible yeah. movie? I just want Dennis Leary to come out. It would have been the perfect thing. Yeah. Yeah. You beat the first game, you enter the castle, and it is a fungus on a throne that turns back into a king. Yeah. That is exactly what we, shot for shot, get what in happens? the movie. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, what do you want a Mario movie to be? Because I just don't think it could have ever worked in any capacity in live action. It will not ever again. Obviously, with Illumination, they're going the animated route, and it's truly probably just going to be, hey, you know, it's like the Minions. We're in a cool, colorful world. It's always been Mario World. It's not going to be crossing dimensions where people stick in pieces of meteorites to bend the fabric of space and time. I'll tell you, if if the Super Mario Brothers movie was made now, just as it is, and put on YouTube as like, uh, you know, what's that oh, movie? A fan creation. Yeah. It, like the Power Slash Rangers. Yeah, it would have blown up. People yeah. would have fucking ate that shit up. Yeah, I could see that. Well, yeah, speaking of the YouTube, have you guys seen those, like, gritty Mario uh, shorts? They're a couple minutes each. They're called the Four Players. Oh, no. They're these super gritty renditions of each of the main characters. So there's a Mario one, there's a Luigi one, there's a Toad one, and a Princess Peach one. Oh, my God. And they're really dark. Like, the uh, like Mario's opens, like, they call me, I fix stuff. That's what I do. And some needs fixing, I go fix it, you know. And he's like, gotta save the, you know. It's like very dark. He lives in the steam pipes. Luigi's like a recovering addict, and I think it's saying <laughs> that he's he's like recovering from like, you know, it's like the pressure gets to you because he's like the second son, you know. And he's like trying to grow a fire flower like in his lab. Like, how can I get the power back? Like, it's like very. And then he finally wow. like grows it. Peach is like trapped by these monsters. It's really dark. So we kind of got, I think, inspired by. The Bob Hoskins movie, this like even more extreme, like let's yeah, go Zack right. Snyder it's Mario. It's kind of twisted yeah, just like the a mythos. weird. Yeah, I like yeah. that, and you'll never see that again. Yeah, when they make Mario eventually with the Minion Studio, it's going to be a fun movie for kids, yeah. which is fun. It should be. That's what Mario is. Yeah. But I'm glad that we lived in a world where I got a Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo action figure where they were playing. Just fucking Goomba versions of these characters in a steampunk world where remember when they ride the raft down the the frozen yeah. pipe? <laughs> yeah. Very Mario. Cool. Yeah. Dude, Joe, that is cool. The only analog I can think to compare it to is the of the same year, the nineteen ninety-three, I believe, canon He-Man Masters of the Universe movie with oh, Dolph yeah. Lundgren, where it's like he's not even using a sword. No, he's shooting a like space it. gun. Yeah. But it's like very cool and interesting for the time. No, well, I agree with you. That's another thing I love about it. At the end of the movie, okay, they win, right? And yeah. then fucking Daisy, not Princess Peach for Daisy. some reason, but Daisy. Yeah. Daisy. Hey, Daisy. Daisy. <laughs> yeah. It's you got to like say it. John right. Leguizamo playing an Italian. It is like Daisy. All of the intro you know, clips. No, but are the be thing is, it's like he's adopted. He's like my brother, but he takes care of me. <laughs> yeah. What is Mario, Mario, and, Ma- and Luigi Mario. Yeah. They're, they're great characters. And she comes out with like. The big fucking gun that they, you know, they never used guns in the movie. And she's wow. like, you got to come back. The kingdom's in trouble. And I think and it's it like, is. It's like a Nintendo Super Scope. Here we go again. Yeah. I fucking love that. Well, you know, Mario first used a gun in his games in the Rabbids crossover. So I think what that's alluding to is the Rabbids have invaded. Yeah, and now we need John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins to come back, back and, and almost, make a gritty XCOM. It's yeah. almost yeah. like if there was never a judgment day. If we just had Terminator 1 and you never got to see Sarah Connor be a badass. Yeah. or whatever it's just yeah. like it's just all the sell and all the promise i think it's i think it's wildly funny i think it's one of the most interesting moments in pop culture where it was like yeah mario's cool why don't we make a mario movie okay what does that mean 
uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out as we go. <laughs> like, like, yeah. I love, like, in the beginning, they're just, like, at a restaurant eating pasta with, like, two ladies who get kidnapped by, like, Bulk and Skull of that universe, yeah, whoever yeah, they are. And they're like, uh, who broke their hand? Was it Bob Hoskins or John Leguizamo? Like, they're, oh, and was drunk the entire time. They're supposed time. to slam yeah. the door yeah. of the van. His hands broke. Yeah, yeah I think it was bad. Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins didn't even know it was a video game adaptation. Oh, of course not. Which is a great agent to say, hey, you should be in this Dimension Plumbers movie that go up against dinosaurs, and not to say, by the way, it's based on a video game. Yeah. <laughs> they're allegedly like rewriting the script as they're shooting every day. Nobody knows yeah. what's happening, but it ended up being this weird thing i don't think i love it as much as joe but i haven't watched it recently enough and maybe i'll give it another look from a different lens and it's like caddyshack was made that way too yeah, yeah. i'll tell you once we get our our patreon up and we're doing some of these yep. uh these perks and stuff yeah we will do a, a tier level that has commentary episodes oh, and we'll do super Mario oh, Bros. Dog, please hold us to that normies that's a good time for that that's a great idea um, just my last final thoughts about it. We've mentioned in the past, like the that they were gonna do a post cred scene that would have had them coming into the developers of Nintendo, who were like pitching the game Mario yeah. Brothers. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I just it's like, I don't know what is this universe. What what it's like. What would you have wanted going forward with just a video game world? Do you want Illuminations Nintendo Mario movie to tie into more Nintendo animated properties like a Legend of Zelda cuz me I just don't want them to go that route at all. I think these properties are so cool. I want TV shows, live action TV shows about all this stuff. Well, you know, we have Mario TV shows and they're great. And let's talk about those real quick. We have <laughs> yeah, the I want to Yeah, I want Captain Lou Albano to come out yep. and reprise his role as Mario. Okay, so we should say, who's your guy's favorite? Is it Charles Martinet? Is it Bob Hoskins? Or is it Captain Lou Albano? Captain Lou Albano. Okay, <laughs> easy. It's, it's Bob Hoskins. But if I could put him in that role <laughs> with the uh, Elvira crossovers. Have you guys watched those episodes? I have not. I'm I haven't so seen happy Elvira. to check it out. They're so fun. It's uh, The first one is Mario and Luigi are watching TV and it's Elvira and they're like she's so gorgeous I wish she would come over oh and then she God. just comes over and they fight a mummy Oh, that's and great. then it turns out the mummy is just like a sleepwalking Luigi wow man what a twist madness she's in like two or three episodes that's awesome oh, good well, good job. Yeah, they got some good guest stars. I watched that one a lot, and um, I remember. I just had a lot of tapes of that as a kid. Like, somehow my grandparents must have just known that we like Mario. Yeah, but also, it's so disjointed from, like, what, they're making pizzas. They're not, they're plumbers. What are they, what are they doing, right? It's a little off, but. Oh, yeah, and in uh, one of them with Elvira, I'll, I'll give you the plot. Yeah. Like, like, they're making uh they're making mom's spicy meatball recipe oh, and nice. they mix it up with a curse. Oh no. And they accidentally curse Luigi into becoming like a zombie, you know, like voodoo style oh, zombie. A lot of those were just yeah, him getting tricked. <laughs> and they have to bring Elvira and she's like, this is a tough curse. Let's try to crack it. That's, that's the that's prequel to wow. Luigi's mansion. Yeah. Might yeah. be, might be. Oh, that's really fun. Yeah. There's something absurd about that live action these run down old dudes in green and red, you know, like being Mario. I love it, man. But the animated sequences, too, were pretty fun in the Mushroom Kingdom. I actually thought that was good. They're running around, jumping on Goombas and fighting Bowser. Like, it's, it felt like Mario, like the actual oh, it holds in-universe up. stuff. Yeah, it was for, for a six-year-old, yeah, it holds up. You're, you know, you're four players series. I'll have to check that out. Um, I'll put it in the link. It's like... I love it. I think it's one of the best That's the YouTube fan fix. Yeah. yeah, me too. Because I would love to see... You know, everything we're talking about is made by company execs who know kids like Mario, so they just shit out a product. And they just license it. Nintendo really didn't have much input. Yeah. I want to see something made by people who love Mario. Exactly. And this is their take on it. Yeah. And they do a great job. Special effects are good. So I'll definitely put that in the Is it links. live action? It's live action. All right. I'm it's in the links. Yeah. Well, we'll get you all normies checking it links out. Links in the description. Links. Nice, dude. Um Anything else of these TV shows or, I mean, they're just kind of bizarre. They're typical Saturday morning fair. Like, yeah, you know. I did the other two cartoons I posted because the, the ones we should talk about is the Super Mario. It's the Super Mario Brothers Super TV show. Yeah, that's the one I it's most remember. Mario Brothers 3, 
and then Super Mario World. I did not remember either of those last two animated adaptations. Super Mario World was came right after the uh, SNES game because that was the first Mario game for Super Nintendo was Super Mario World. And that's when you were riding Yoshi and eating the apples and shit. Wearing your little cape. Yeah, that's right. Yoshi was first introduced in that one. Okay, yeah, I remember Super Mario World. That's, um, I believe, where that quote that I used in the Nintendo episode, I was born with a plunger in my hand. No, that was real tough on mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, I always remember that line, and I'll, I'll bring it up whenever I have the chance, because I just love it. But... Hey, they're two fucking Goombas, man. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I love yeah. it. That's why I love the movie, is because it really yeah. leans into that aspect of it, and mm-hmm. that's what I think is, again, that's, that's my pitch that I developed as the course of this pod went on. Mario is an action-adventure game, and that's an action-adventure movie. I like that. I like that's a good stance. I'm yeah. glad we exist in this timeline, not the one where it's like two guys from the Jersey Shore who were like working an ice cream parlor who yeah. you know ended up down in the beach and got sunk into Atlantis or some bullshit. Yeah, yeah that's what works best in that, and it's just the three names of the three lead actors. Yeah. John Leguizamo, Bog Hopkins, and uh, Dennis Hopper. That's yeah, it. baby. Um, you know, I wonder about the Illumination. I think it's probably guaranteed to be better than the Sonic one that we talked about in the Sonic episode. Go back and listen. <laughs> Who knows what people, that is? Still. People didn't like that Grinch movie, even though it made a ton of money. True. So yeah, I don't it's know. For, it's for babies. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah, I guess we say with Pokemon, is Pokemon for babies? Is Mario for babies? That's true. It's like... Yeah, no, me. my fuzzy creatures aren't, but my Italian middle-aged plumber, yes, is for babies. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. what a weird world where I don't know. You know, Detective Pikachu is something that's engrossing. I take that all of serious. Us. Yeah, and now we're thinking like, oh, the Mario movie. Well, that'll just be for kids. The Goombas yeah. will be cute like minions. Yeah, yeah give me live-action, tired middle-aged men that's going through in a kingdom. The four players gives you got to check it out. Um, other than that, I mean, I wouldn't want to see other properties on. Like, I don't need an animated Zelda. Like, what makes Zelda fun is I'm Link. He doesn't speak, the voiceless protagonist, and I'm going through the adventures. Like, seeing, you know, a voice-acted Link doing the story, like, wouldn't have the same effect. Same thing with Mario. It's like, I mean, I, that one lends itself more, but I don't need it. Like, I don't need a sci-fi Metroid show. You say that, Mike, but you've been practicing. I've heard you go, yut, yut. Uh, yeah. I, I, I've been trying. I've been really trying to be a uh, hat. I, I can see getting a... Um, in the style of Castlevania anime for Link. Let that studio. I would take rather over have Mario. animation than like, um, like we're getting here. Yeah. yeah. But, but we'll see the Witcher. We'll see the success of the success or failure of the Witcher series. I think will determine a lot of what video game properties are going to happen. Interesting. Forward. Yeah, we are kind of in a renaissance of let's adapt everything. Ooh, video games. Do you think that's says. where we go um, after you know Endgame? Uh, you know. You already heard that review. What do we do if we want to rest? Is it video games? Are they the next big wave? Are comic books played out? And if The Witcher succeeds, then maybe that's the wave. And now, you know, you'll have a trailer before a movie of a video game that's announcing the new release of the game. You don't even have movie trailers. You yeah. have a game trailer before yeah. a movie. And I mean, I've think about like game the, fatigue. the yeah. rise of the miniseries, too. Like, I think, miniseries you know, for sure. you got... The Witcher, and even on the Marvel side of things, you know, Bucky and the Falcon, and all of those shows coming to Disney Plus. I think you know, if we're gonna see more media, it's either going to be for kids, minions, or it's going to be some sort of uh, whichever one of these streaming platforms buys it up and makes a mini series. Yeah, and that's the thing: storytelling is evolving to where, yeah, just doing a ninety-minute film or a two-hour film is a little bit less lending itself to a video game experience because the stories are so long; they're generally ten to thirty-hour experiences. Maybe doing a mini series that's six to ten hours, it will it will be better suited. So, or a web series. I'll tell you, man. You're I'm I'm hot on your your description of the uh, the four players here. I'd yeah. like to see more like that. Hey, get creative, people. You know the means are out there. But meanwhile, I think we should go and talk about some Mario comics. Take a look. It's in a book. It's a me, Mario. Hey guys, we're out here. Uh, this is one four, I believe. I believe it losing is level count. Yeah, we hit a, a frame perfect jump to save ourselves a entire uh, frame cycle. So, oh wait, I've got the flute. I already jumped ahead to Ice World. See oh, you guys later. <laughs> Collins oh, no. in the next episode. <laughs> it's all about Waluigi. Yeah. There. 
Um, so you we're talking the comic books um, and, you know, kind of print media re- revolving around Mario. And of course, with anything popular, there will be iterations in this form. And we mentioned it before uh, in our Nintendo episode that Mario, well, Nintendo, of course, like looked at every avenue. They had the Nintendo serial solution, right? Or system. They had the Nintendo Entertainment System. Of course, they had Nintendo Comic System Valiant 1991. It mm-hmm. was a crossover between Samus, Link, and a little guy named Mario. Smash Brothers prototype. Yeah. They just had to reach their Civil War moment and then... It's just there you go. The real Nintendo power yeah. in comics. Oh, man. And it's cool. For 1991, it's really got a late 80s sort of art style. It kind of looks more like those Ninja Turtle comics, the early ones that we've sort of pitched. Uh, check them out. You know, they're not perfect, and they're definitely not very well written, but they're fun and exciting and cool. Are they canon, though? That's what No, I they are not. <laughs> I, I don't even think Mario has a canon. I mean, no. of course it does, but who cares? It does. It's the Bob Hoskins movie. That <laughs> yeah. is the canon. The rest of this is just him taking a nap and dreaming every other mario game is just him having ptsd over the mushroom kingdom well here's here's the reality though every different pipe he goes down is a different dimension you know it's all canon jacob's ladder mario's pipe it's all (laughs) the upside down stranger things but he does have a little canon by the time he's being published every issue in nintendo power he's getting a recurring comic called super mario adventures and that's i mean it's adorable you can pick up trades of it I will flip my screen around and show you guys a little bit of the art style right now. But, I mean, it's goofier and more childlike and, uh, of course, has, like, goofy, silly eyes. Like, look at uh, these guys real quick, and we'll post that online. But just to get your guys' reactions, I mean, it's like Yoshi looks dumb. Mario looks like a stupid little kid. It's kind of closer to the Baby Mario series. Yeah, yeah, kind of has that Baby Mario. It reminds me of, like, an old, like, Newgrounds parody cartoon or something. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it was drawn in five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, It's, you know, and that's being gracious. It's, (laughs) It's, like, six different lines. Yeah, yeah, there's not like a lot of shading or anything. But um, like, like we say with a lot of these, it's there's supplemental material out there on these. It seems like they didn't have a very long run. I mean, they just wanted to kind of put out a couple books. And and who are you if you need the supplemental material for this? I got to get the story nailed down of Mario well, and why he's doing this. I'll tell you, you got to write the story. <laughs> like, like, yeah, that, yeah. that seems like what everyone does anyway. It just makes their own version of it. Yeah. Well, you know, in between sessions of playing Mario Party by myself, I got to get something to read. And that's going to be the Adventures <laughs> just, of Mario, just, Super please. Mario Adventures. With a rope around my neck. Yeah. Just in case they cancel the book, I'm ready to kick that chair out. Anyway, yeah, that's be a dark. part of Luigi's Haunted Mansion. Oh hell yeah, Jesus Christ! Uh, I never played that one, by the way. Is that one worth checking out? That I've never played a Haunted Mansion before in my life. When you were bringing that up, yeah. I was just thinking of the weird franchises of Mario I hate so much. Did you guys ever play Mario Is Missing, which was literally a game yeah. for Super Nintendo where you were Luigi and it was like go to the library and read a couple newspapers to see if you can divulge clues. I remember as a it kid... It was like Shenmue. <laughs> yeah, I remember as a kid picking that up from Blockbuster and being like, well, this is not Mario. <laughs> like, not this is, yeah, this is not playing nearly how I no, thought it would. My entertainment is missing. Yeah, yeah and Luigi's mansion is he's just zucking up ghosts in a vacuum. It's very Ghostbusters-y, you know, yeah. but cheesy. Yeah, he, that's know. not Mario. Sorry, Luigi, you're getting put in the backseat again. No more Luigi's Mansion talk. The Luigi Mario out of here. But back to the comics, other than those Super Mario adventures, which are illustrated by Charlie Nozawa, story by Kentaro Takakumi, uh, which were, again, in the 90s, specifically made for Nintendo Power. You can pick up the trade that collects all those together, but if you want something animated, drawn stories about Mario, they're not out there. And I'm curious why and what you guys think. Why doesn't Nintendo capitalize on their characters in comic books? I just don't think they need to. I, they have so much market saturation. So We're a video spin-off. game brand. You know, we do all of our writing on the game, on the screen. Yeah, and if Nintendo has ever done anything, it's just focus on their core values, which is gameplay and their key franchises oh we say that but remember in our nintendo episode we talked about how their history was throw anything at the wall whatever fucking works works but you also got to think these are like western properties by like an eastern company so it's like oh they didn't really work 
comic books because technically wouldn't it be like a manga but like yeah. you're gonna have a manga about an italian plumber for kids and honestly there's probably a lot of that that we don't know about that's more niche so if there's some like big manga heads out there who know like oh yeah there's actually long-running mario manga that's who knows you know very true i'm almost more inclined to agree with what joe's saying just because we've seen them with even properties they've newly developed like splatoon where they're like well, that's an anime and manga immediately that we put out because we're sort of capturing that culture. It really fits it really well. I wonder if they're... Yeah, Mario's a middle-aged plumber, man. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> like, but you're not looking at Metroid and saying, like, you know, we could sell this off to IDW to get, like, the hottest fucking artists on the planet to be mm-hmm. like, what are your guys' sci-fi concepts? Let's start blueprinting out a universe to maybe get some movie interest, too. But also think the issue, I don't want to turn it too much into a Metroid podcast here at the end, but, like... They can't even get that game together. And you're right. talking about them yeah, getting a comic right. together? No, hold on. We're trying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If somebody was pitching to me, they're like, all right. It's like, you know, Aquaman, right? It's like, hey, you can take your pitch. My man. Yeah, take <laughs> your- Hey, what's up, man? Sorry, you, you said his name. I know he just summoned. So you could take your pick of which property do you want to work on your comics. All right. You can have Mario, Zelda, or Metroid. Take your pick. You know, IDW. It's like. Mario's at the bottom of my list yeah, for something I would point, want to explore. Point yeah. to the short plumber. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I want to do a sci-fi thing or something with Ganon, you know, like, okay. Yeah. But, like, if anything, I don't know. I don't know. I, just I guess I'm about... just like the, you know, that's fantasy, sci-fi, action, adventure. Like, I would love to see some weird-ass book that turned Mario into something more. Thank you. But again, you're talking fan recontextualization. I think, like, what Mike just said about, like, when you look down on the page of like, well, yeah, it's up to me to, I need to very realistically open up the first panel here is like a nice broad landscape of the mushroom kingdom. Oh, what the fuck does that look like? You know, like immediately yeah. you would start self-doubting yourself if you had the pressure of being tied to the franchise. If you're a fan, you can just say like, and the clouds look like this and we're jumping around mushrooms because it's fun. I think that is, you're right, like so much more liberating. Yeah, I, I mean, that's that's my take on that's it. That's where it's going to live and die. Get me an awesome Mario fan comic that's ongoing where they never call him Mario. He's just a guy in one of those dope hats with a little M on it. He's got a mustache, and he's going on adventures in a fantasy realm. Hey, jump, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it. There, and it would be called Jump, comma Man. Am I a Jump that Man or dope. a Jump? Man. <laughs> we should also say Drake's shoes are called Jumpman. Why does he do that? Just because of that song, Jumpman, Jumpman, Jumpman? Yeah, which I guess is a reference to, uh, yeah. To Mario? Kong. He's obsessed with Mario? <laughs> I guess uh, so. I, we, got, we have to, we talked about it with Sonic, the music of Mario. Come yeah. on. That's oh, yeah. true. Some of the most iconic. Oh, another thing of it versus Sonic, we laughed about in that episode how frustrating it was to drown. The water episodes in Mario are so different because it's like, I wasn't frustrated about that. That's not the mechanics of it. But like those little squids yeah, chasing me, me, making me so mad. Yeah. Don't touch me. You're making me yeah, so mad. Dude. Here's, here's a side note too. It's like Flappy Bird was removed from App Store. It was a mm. revolution, but it mm. used that Mario style. Mm. Doesn't it just feel like an underwater level? Yeah. yeah. You just kind of oh, tap yeah. to 100%. swim. So that's it. It's just literally the mario underwater levels but that had great music oh that's another thing to talk about the uh mario run mobile game oh yeah did anyone download that no and i would download that and then get super fucking mad that beyond the first level it was ten dollars and <laughs> oh, then immediately man. uninstall it and write a hateful letter joe it's interesting you bring have. that up in the research for this episode i am so smug about that stuff i tried to look up if it was a failure or not because i was like surely that's been removed from the app store it didn't no, generate the buzz it, that they want yeah, they don't say anything negative about it. Yeah. Go- good Lord, maybe it is good, but truly, also, maybe they just perpetuate like, no, everything's fine. Mario on the phone was a success. I don't know. <laughs> it's me, I'm Mario. I'm a doing a fine. Everything is a good. Hey, Luigi. You my are last coming name over is later? my first name. I like a pizza. <laughs> All right, guys, I think we're going to go ahead and hit the wrap. <laughs> yeah, I think if he's coming out, he wants we're us to. We're reaching the final <laughs> stage. All right, let's It's time it, for me to go. You, you only went to me for one hour. <laughs> it's time to jump up in the air. Jump up, don't be scared. Jump up and your cares will soar away. And if you die, clouds don't disperse. Don't feel that I'm I'll be your one up girl. Welcome back, Super Normies. We're wrapping up talking Mario. So first, uh, from both of you, let me hear uh, It's a Mario. I want to hear who does it the best. I'll start. 
It's a me, a Mario. <laughs> I can't even. I hate it. I'm yeah, sorry. No, you guys go is. ahead. I'll go, I'll go next. So. It's a me, a Mario. That was a good one. Joe. Um, it's a me, a Mario. Oh. Hey, kids, it's me. <laughs> hey, it's me, Mario. I think that mushroom's talking to me. <laughs> it's a me, oh, Mario. Man. I would also like if if any normies can reach out and send me videos of anyone on shrooms playing Mario. I think that would be funny. <laughs> yeah, we don't condone uh, drug use, but show me that. Video. No, but show me that YouTube video. Yep. Uh, just any final thoughts? You know, wrap ups. Like we said throughout part of it, it's like, what is the future of Mario? I'm curious. Nintendo really is not playing their hand forward. Like we just mentioned that he's got a mobile game, but that was a couple of years ago and they don't really seem to be doing anything else development wise with it or pushing him in any other weird new boundaries. So where's Mario going? I mean, we got to think that he is now controlled by a man named Bowser. That can only raise red flags in my mind that the and dark times are ahead Finally, of us. I control what I've always wanted. Mario's got pushing him down into a furnace. Yeah, he's got to watch out for his girlfriends. You know, no. Bowser's in control now. I don't know. Reggie was a good guy. I don't know about this uh, Bowsy. So. <laughs> Just got to get Bowser in a can. That's, <laughs> right. that's my number one concern. How long is the Switch's life cycle going to be? I mean, are we going to get mm. Odyssey 2? It's possible. Quite possible. Yeah. You would hope if they're revamping the actual hardware itself to live a little longer. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going to stick around for a couple more tries You per built series. the engine, you might yeah. as well get another game out of it. You know, Majora's Mask style. Like, okay, let's just do one more at least. Um, other than that, it just comes down to what hardware it's always been kind of tied to. They always have their flagship launch. I mean, Mario's not going anywhere. All right, so it's my turn to get a little a little weird here get on a this weird Mario. Dog. Okay, Ooh. so I've been playing a lot of Wolfenstein, right? Okay, <laughs> so I would like to see, uh, and again, this is going on Joe's newfound principle that Mario is an action adventure film uh, or franchise. Yeah. So I would like to see a Mario game that kind of you, you've got the kitty game, right? You got the oh, you throw the hat on and it does weird stuff. I want a sneaky Mario. Where it's like you got to break into the castle because Bowser is taking it over. Okay. So there's like stealth elements to Splinter it. Splinter Cell Mario. Kind of. I, I want. I want Mario. A, an Uncharted game with Mario. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Can I go where you were just about to say? I thought you were gonna say first person shooter Mario. I was fucking <laughs> salivating. Just, that sounded insane uh, to me in an awesome oh, way. Mario Goldeneye. Um, yeah, Mario Paintball. Yeah, that's probably what it would yeah, be, right? But, but I, I would love a an action-adventure Mario game that really leaned into what I decided it is today. Yeah. Uh, an Uncharted-style game with Mario. You know, you got stealth elements. You've got platforming elements, kind of like Puzzle Prince solving. of Persia. Hey, Puzzle-solving yeah. based on putting fucking pipes together, add in a little, like, wrench work, you know what I mean? Hey, right. What if Nomura, the developer behind Breath of the Wild, was like, let's put our team onto the next Mario game? I would love that. Yeah. That would be incredible. That Give me, awesome. like, you know, a thick boy hero. Hmm. I, yeah, don't hide behind that weight. Let him be, like, a cool... He doesn't need to be, you know, Duke Nukem. No. no I, I want a, a yeah. thick Mario. What's cool about him is he's an everyday guy, like you said, in extraordinary circumstances. That's an action movie. That's Mario. Yeah. Die Hard. No, yeah, it has a platforming verb set, yeah, but with a little bit more puzzles and some stealth. I think that could be really fun. Now, there is a stealth level. It's called the Booze Mansion, dog. You ever go into that da, ghost da, 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 house? Da, da, da. That's scary. And even further, I would say that it's like, you know, it's like even that game that you just said, like developing it as a spinoff, blah, 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 blah. You're not going to lose any of the core fan base of the Mario franchise because it seems like every type of game he's attached to, they just moved to. I know I did. Oh, you're making a platformer? Slap Mario in there. Call it Mario Platform. Might yeah. as well. Yeah, tennis game ass, slap Mario in there. Golf, sure. Put him in there. Dance, yeah. dance, Mario revolution. <laughs> yeah. Olympics, I put him in there. Get Sonic 2 We need one of those, like, uh, dating games with Mario. <laughs> oh, it has to exist. Oh, it has to exist. Genius. I, man, I don't want to see the Toadstool ending. <laughs> How about a, uh, a Mario Battle Royale game? Oh, that wow. That would be insane. They just did a Tetris one, right? Yeah. Where, where is the, like, stomping Goombas no, yeah, horde mode? You jump on each other. Yeah. That's yeah. the only attack. Yeah. And a fire flower. I mean, I guess that's kind of what uh, Mario Kart balloon mode was, right? Yeah, basically. It just would need 100 people doing that. 
can you imagine a hundred people in a Mario Kart race? Yeah, like why don't even they do that? Just That's Ready to, Player you know, One. Yeah, the online True. of it. Develop. How about further. how about a Ready Player One game with Mario going from Nintendo World to Nintendo World? Oh, that would be insane. That's interesting. Mario Kingdom Mario Hearts. Yeah. yeah. Mario Hearts. <laughs> I'm just throwing stuff out here. Oh, well, it sounds like Mario Kart, so I like Mario Hart. <laughs> um, Mario Kart also, it's like we got Rocket League now, thanks to Mario yeah. Kart. And uh, the yeah. balloon battle kind of probably was part of that, too. Uh, side note, also Mario Kart related, the best kart racing game ever is Crash Team Racing. Fight me. What a take right at the end of our Mario episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got it. Mario? Say. Fuck you, Mario. I'm here for the Crash Band. Mario's great, but Crash Team Racing is the best kart racer. I will. You also said you like Spyro better earlier. <laughs> I do, I do. I have very good takes. I want a Mike. game where it's like, okay, so James Gunn's Scooby Doo movie, you yes. know, where Scrappy Doo is the bad guy at yes. the end of that. Give me a game where like Sneak Attack Toad is the villain, and like you too. get to the end of the castle, yeah. and it's not Bowser, it's like Toad. Don't shit on Luigi though. I like Luigi. There's so many people who try oh, yeah. to pile like that em. rivalry. I like, I like them both. No, like, leave them alone. Yeah, I like he that. Gets, job. He gets second fiddle all the time, you know. I'm coming, he's just doing his best. I love the take that Bowser is just a single dad trying real hard. Do you buy into the theory that Peach is getting taken back every time that she comes back with Mario and that actually she did have a relationship with Bowser? She is Bowser Jr.'s father or mother and that, you know, it's just not allowed in the Mushroom Kingdom, man and monster. And he's just trying to, like, got these Koopa kids running around. I got to feed them. Mario's What a weird single dad villain Bowser is. So so it's like, no, but it's like Mario's the villain because he just keeps wrecking his house, taking his wife you know back and then like fucking up his kids punching his kids like jumping on his kids heads did you beat up five of my children <laughs> of course <laughs> fucking of course he's gonna try to fuck up mario he's been making his life mario was torturing donkey kong yeah. too that's why he kidnapped his girl and threw barrels at him mario's a bad guy uh, okay i'm not gonna guy. stand right for at that. the end of this episode <laughs> we're, okay normans <laughs> we're carrying mike out of here okay. thank you so much for tuning into this episode Check us out on all social media platforms. Check us out on YouTube now. Watch our episodes there. Really helps us out. Leave a comment, subscribe, like. Uh, check us out on everything at Normies Like Us. I thought that mushroom was telling me to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are growing all for right. what it's worth. Your all name right. is Mike Mario. <laughs> Mike Mario. And Before I'm we get here. too big and get out of here. Yeah. All right. I'm calling Mario. Joe Mike. Mario. And Mike Mario. Thanks, Normies. Thanks, Bad Marios. <laughs>